I, I told the, the first service that uh, we can't believe it, but this is our fourth graduate weekend to be a part of. Last year was obviously different with everything going on in our world, but this is the, the fourth class that we've been here as they've walked through, and it, it doesn't get any easier. Uh, you'd think that as you walk with these students that uh, you'd get used to this, and you just don't. Uh, the, the longer you're with them, the, the stronger those relationships and those bonds are. And, and, and we've, we've been very fortunate to be a part of their journey over the past three years that we've been blessed to be here at Chapel Hill. Uh, and so we're, we're excited about what God is going to do. And I told them Friday night at, at the banquet, I said, yeah, I, I don't know that y'all understand um, the great things that God has planned for y'all yet. I don't, I don't think they understand their potential yet and, and who God is calling them to be. But I know this group is going to do some incredible things. And I wanted to challenge them with a passage of Scripture. It's a, um, kind of a ministry verse for, for Ali and myself, and it's one of those that uh, our desire is fulfilled in these verses of uh, what we want to see happen with the youth ministry, what we desire for these students when they get to this point and they graduate out of the youth ministry. We hope that uh, these verses are fulfilled in their life. Colossians chapter 2, starting in verse 6, says this. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. But if you continue to read on in verse 8, 9, and 10, it says this, See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. For in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. And in him you have been made complete. And he is the head over all rule and authority. The, the gift that you have in your hand is... I always look and, and there's several social media pages. There's a lot of things that they share ideas on graduation gifts. And I can't get past the Bible. That To me that is the greatest gift that I can give you because... That is the only source of absolute truth that you can hold. Uh, the world is going to throw a lot of things at you. The world, these college classes you're going to be walking into, this workforce that you're going to be going into, the places that you're going to go, they're going to try and convince you that what you hold is not true. And they're going to try and convince you that you need to follow the things that they say. Your, your identity will be found in something else. But this right here, this is it. This is the only truth that we have. The only absolute truth comes from God's Word, and I don't want y'all to forget that. Don't forget that no matter what happens, this is where you can turn. No matter what you face in life, the answers are here if you'll simply look for it. So my challenge to you seniors is y'all close one chapter and open up another. Make sure that this is a part of that chapter. Make sure that this book is the foundation for the rest of your days. And as Brother Shannon is going to share with you in a little bit, you won't go wrong if you follow him. But church, your job's not done yet either. See, the thing is, you've, you've supported these students. Some of you have been here for a while. Some of you have only been here for maybe a few months or a few years. But you've been supporting these students for a while through your prayers for the youth ministry, through your prayers for their families. And I ask that that wouldn't stop. My prayer, my challenge to you is that that would continue because they need it now more than ever. 
Y'all know that. Adults in the room, you realize what they're about to walk into as they sit in these college classes, as they enter a workforce. You know what is about to attack them. So you know that they need your prayers. So church today, let's not forget where they're going. Yes, we're, today we celebrate what God has done and allowing them to reach this point. But don't forget that the job's not done yet. Pray for them. Lift them up. You've got the list of names there. Pray over those names as they start this next chapter. Pray for their families, their moms and their dads as, as they try to release their students, their seniors to start that next chapter. They need it. They need your prayers, church. So don't forget. Don't forget them. Walk along with them through praying for them. God's going to do something special in this group. I know it. He's going to do something incredible with these young men and women that stand here on stage. Let's congratulate them one more time. Y'all bow with me as we pray over these students. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity to come and celebrate this accomplishment, Lord, this, uh, this, this endeavor that, that has begun a long time ago that uh, has now come to completion, Lord. We, we thank you for that journey. Lord, I thank you for allowing me and Allie to be a part of their journey. And Lord, I know that you've got great plans for these students, Lord, that you, you've got a, a, a place that you want them to go. You've got a purpose for them. So, Lord, I pray that they would realize it. I pray that they would see it as they close one chapter and they open up another. And, Lord, I pray that we would take the list of names and we'd, we'd lift them up to you and that you would protect them, God, that you would protect them from the world's ideas, from the world's thoughts, from, uh, from what the world says they need to be, and you'd remind them of the truth of your word. God, remind us of the truth of your word. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done in this place. We thank you for this group of young men and women. We pray that you would continue to use them, bless them as they walk through these next stages of life. And Lord, we'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise for everything that you say and do in and through them. We love you. We praise you for today. In your holy name I pray. Amen. You know that song, I like that song that they play, Slow Down. You know there's really nothing we can do to do that. Can't slow any of it down. It's just going to keep on going. It's going to continue moving day in and day out. What are we doing with those moments? What are we doing with that time? This second service, you can always go back and watch the first one. There's always two services. You can go back and watch the second and first one, whatever. But I talk to the, I talk to the students and you see... Some of them left, some of them have kind of scattered around the room, sitting with families on a, on a take the same concept. And I just want to put it on all of us this morning. Because the same message, it's easy to, to walk out of here and say, you know, they needed that. I, I, hope they, I hope they take that and apply it to their lives. But you know, as a Christian, and my prayer is that all of you know Christ as Savior. That's my prayers, that every one of you is a believer. But if you are not, please consider 
Jesus. Consider a relationship with Christ. Because eternity, hey, slow down. Slow down. We wish we could slow it down, but days keep tapping along. And days turn to weeks and months and years. And before long, those, those little babies that we held, now, now they're big kids like that over there. And before long, they'll be one of us. And they'll be watching their own kids walk across the stage. It does not slow down. If you've got your Bibles, I want to invite you to turn with me. I'm going to three passages this morning. And as I thought about uh, the students, as I thought about a, a challenge to them, it's, it's basically a challenge to every one of us. Guys, the Bible tells us to go shine. Jesus tells us to go out there in the world and, and make much of Him. Go out there and let your light so shine before men that they'll see your good works. And they'll glorify your Father in heaven. Look over Matthew chapter 5. Um, I want to go ahead and say this before I forget it. Um, I said it first service. My email address here at the church, Shannon at ChapelHillBC.org. Shannon at ChapelHillBC.org. Do this. Send me a nugget. Maybe a word of advice, some encouragement. You remember when you were up here many, many, many years ago? For some of you, it was not so long. For some of you, it's been a long time. But what, what if you could go back, what would be some sound advice you wish somebody would have told you? Could be a sentence, could be a paragraph, could be quite a bit. Y'all email me some, some of those. Email me some of those nuggets. And what I'm going to try to do is, is gather them all up, put them all together, and get them to our graduating seniors this year. And also our college graduates. We've got several of them as well because you never know. Um, think back. How many times have you said, man, I wish somebody would have told me that? That's some of the things I'm talking about. Maybe what the, it could come from the Word. It could come from just life. It could come, just be led by the Holy Spirit. Shannon at ChapelHillBC.org. Matthew chapter 5 says this. Says this to every single one of us in this room. The challenge from here on out the rest of the morning is to all of us. The Bible says you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Listen, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Put yourself in their position. Put yourself in a, in a place to where you know, most of you in this room know what they have ahead of them. Yes, they've got big decisions. They've got career choices. College is one thing. It's funny listening to them what they want to be. They're going to be all of these amazing things. But you know what? God can change that. How many of you did God change a few times? Look around the room, seniors, if you're still in here. See, it changes. Sometimes, you know, we run at 100 miles an hour thinking this is the direction God wants us to go in, and then He, he tweaks us a little bit. Tweaking is a part of life. But during the process, during every single bit of it, as children of God, as His sons and daughters, we are to let our life, 
let what is in us come out in such a way that people see Jesus in us. I talked to them about how, you know, uh, when you go out there, if you want to be blessed, if you want to see God work and do amazing things in our lives, just let God be God. Let God do in us whatever He wants to do. Go to Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. If you think about what brings us to the point there in Joshua, they've, they've wandered around the wilderness for 40 years. Moses got to go up on the mountain and kind of peer over into the promised land, but he didn't get to step foot into it because he had rebelled against God. But here's Joshua standing, standing on the very edge of forever. I was sitting back there listening to Casey lead in worship earlier, and I was thinking to myself, I knew most of the students would scatter, and I knew some of them would leave because they've done been through it once. But I, I was thinking to myself, you know, what if we thought that, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm standing on the edge. Here this morning, this Saturday, May, what, 16th, May 16th, 17th, something. We're standing on the edge of forever. What we do with our life is still completely in our hands. The decisions we make, the actions we take, the, 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 the heart we use is still right there before us. Even, and some of y'all, I was looking at some of our senior adult ladies back there. They love singing. I mean, they're, they're, they sing away. Praise God for y'all. But I'm thinking, you know, for every one of us in this room, tomorrow is brand new. The rest of this afternoon is brand new. What in the world are we going to do with the rest of our lives? Here we are, we're talking to seniors, we're talking to graduates who, who have all these decisions and we, we can put ourselves back in that place because we remember it. We think about, hey, they're, they're what, 17, 18 years old and they've got all this bright future ahead of us. What is any different than them and us? Other than we're a little older. I mean, we still got forever ahead of us as well. We don't have to be in a rut. You ever feel like you're in a rut? Any of you? I don't, don't even raise your hand because some of you, it would be embarrassing. I don't want you to raise your hand if you're in a rut. But some of you, it's easy to get there, isn't it? It's easy to do life on cruise control. It's easy to just go through the motions in life. And, and you're sitting there and you're saying, you know what? I know there's more. There is more. Because if we're not careful, what we'll allow happen is we will... The Word of God will be one direction. And we will be over here living our lives, doing all of these things far, far away from the Word of God. I cannot tell you the number of adults that I've talked to in the days that have told me things like this. You know what? I'm just stuck. I'm not where God wants me. I'm not in the job God wants me to be in. I've done got myself in a mess, but you know what? I've gone too far now. That's a miserable place to be. I'd hate to make you raise your hand if you feel that way this morning, but here's the deal. Every single one of us has, has so much ahead of us I don't care if you're 80 or I don't care if you're 18. 
you got so much ahead of you. And the problem, the problem for some of us is the reason we've gotten ourselves so far apart is we forget God's word to Joshua here in Joshua 1. Joshua chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. Context, here they are. They're right there on the edge. They're entering the promised land. Moses has died. They've wandered around for 40 years, just walking circles for 40 years. Miserable life. But God sustained them. He took care of them. They had all the food they need. They had all the water they need. Their clothes, their shoes, nothing wore out. But here they come. Moses, Scripture says, is dead. Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise. Cross this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you. Just as I spoke to Moses from the wilderness in this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea, Toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. I think the disconnect sometimes happens when you get to verse 7. Big people inside the church this morning, I think the disconnect happens when we get here. Only, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Be sure to do everything that's in this word. How many times do we make decisions and not even consult this word? How many times do we go out and say, yeah, I'll do it. Sign me up. I'll go. Lord, do you want me to go? Lord, do you want me to do that? Lord, is that the direction you want me to go in? Lord, is that how you want to carry? Is that how you want me to carry my life? We're the light of the world. We're a city on a hill. We're to let our light so shine before men that they see our good works and glorify God. But if we're not careful, we allow the world's influence. We will allow the strength of the numbers, the sheer numbers of humanity to, to just crush us and conform us to truths that are not eternal, to truths that do not even matter. Only be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. You know, a lot of bunch of young people's eyes up. It looks dead in their eyes and say, hey, do you want to have success in everything you do? They're like, yeah. You know how you light a room's eyes up like this? You ask them the question, hey you, 
Do you want to have success in everything that you do? Then keep Christ in the center of everything. Keep God first in everything. And you know, for some of us, the shoe fits wear it. For some of us, it starts right here by saying, Lord, I am so far away from you right now. God, I am. I admit that right now I'm not where you want me to be. Lord, I done got myself in a pickle. I done got myself in a mess. Lord, and I've been doing it for a very long time. I've just been living life without you. I've been doing it in my own strength. You know, we can do life in our own strength, and if we're not careful, this is the way I described it earlier. It's like, it's like you're waking up brushing your teeth, boom, and then the next morning you're brushing your teeth, boom, and then you're, you're in front of the mirror again, and you're like, hey, I'm brushing my teeth again. And days after days, and a week later, guess what? You, you look up, and you're like, hey, it's you again. I, and, and I just went on cruise control for an entire week. And if we're not careful, we go on cruise control for a month. And before long, we're years down the road doing it in our own strength. And we left Him. How do you come back? Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I've, I hear what you told Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. Lord, I admit to you that I have done it in my own strength. Lord, I admit to you that you know what? I can go days and not even mention you in public. Lord, I can... Lord, I have to admit that there's people I work with, there's people in my class, there's people in my world that don't even know I'm probably sitting here right now. Let your light so shine before men that they'll see your good works. And they'll glorify your Father in heaven. If we're not careful, they won't even know we know Him. Have I not commanded you? Verse 9. Why is verse 9? Why? Why does he steadily say, guys, you know, you know, the reason he steadily says, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. Have I not told you to be strong and courageous? Because you realize how slippery the slope is. How fast we can be on a mountain at one moment, walking close to the Lord, and before you know it, we are forever away. Why? Because we turn our back. He don't ever leave us nor forsake us, but we turn our back because we do it in our own strength. Every one of us adults should send to Shannon at ChapelHillBC.org, Hey, seniors, don't do it in your own strength. Don't try to live on your own. Don't live separate from the leading of the Holy Spirit. Don't for one moment think that you can do anything by yourself. That should be a nugget we have swallowed and have learned by and learned from. 
That's why he says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The world out there that not just those seniors go out into, but every one of us go out into, has convinced the lies you don't need him. The lies he's not real. The lies he's not important or necessary. When the truth is he's everything. He's everything. Why do we get from there to there? Is because we start seeing that, hey, you know what? I made it today without him. And I'm brushing my teeth again. And here I am. I went through another day without him. And we wind up over there. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. Lord, I repent. Lord, help me serve you with all my heart. Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6. You know this one. Go to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It's a life verse, I guess, for me. If there's any nugget I want all of us to have, if there's any nugget I want to live by, is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own, on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge Him. And he'll, he'll make your path straight. He'll direct your path. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. Joshua looking out over the millions, thinking, how in the world am I going to lead? You've got you to keep your eye on Him. You don't turn to the left. You don't turn to the right. You stay close to Him. You walk following Him moment by moment and day by day. And sickness comes. Cancer comes. Death comes. Loss of jobs comes. Careers change. Hurt is a reality. And it's coming. Some of you are dealing with it even as we speak. Some of you are getting over it. And some of you before the, the day or tomorrow or the weekend, you're going to face it again. How do you get through it? You don't outgrow the hurt from it. You don't outgrow the reality of it. You trust in the Lord with all your heart. You don't lean on your understanding because every bit of my understanding, everything is tainted. My thoughts are tainted. My dreams are tainted. My wants, my desires are tainted by sin. But Lord, I want to be where you want me to be. That's why God looks at Joshua and says, don't, don't turn left and don't turn right. But stay in it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your understanding. Don't lean on you. In all your ways acknowledge Him. Lord, I'm about to get up in here and I'm about to leave out of this place in just a minute. What you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How do you want me to live? How do you want me to be? And then just go. Faith in action. Faith, Lord, I don't know where I'm going to land. I don't see, I don't see any footing down there. I don't see it, but I'm stepping in faith. Most people aren't who God saved them to be because they're scared to death of that. They're scared of that step. These seniors that we had and we marched them up this morning, they are about to take this huge, massive step. And we'll pray over them and we love them and we'll recognize them. 
But guys, every one of us adults take that huge, massive step every day we wake up. God, am I giving you this day or have I got this one on my own again? Lord, am I going to trust you with this one or, or do you just need to stay over there and let me, let, me, let me muddle my way through this one again? Don't do that. Don't do that. So when I say don't do that, that brings the whole room together. And that brings a, a message that could easily be, preach it, brother, they need it. Brother, they need to know that they're the light of the world. So are we all. Preacher, they need to know that they need to be courageous and bold because they're going out in a wicked world that's ready to devour them. And they need to not turn from the left or the right. They need to hear it. So do we all. Preacher, they need, they need it buried in them that they got to trust in the Lord with all their heart. They don't need to be chasing all these other things and they sure don't need to be listening to their own fallen self. So do we all. We all standing in the need of prayer. Father God in heaven, I don't know where this room is and I don't know where they stand. God, we all need this. God, we all need to be bold and courageous to go out there and shine for you in such a way that they see you, that they honor you. God, I thank you for our seniors. I thank you for their parents, their grandparents. I thank you for the legacies, the, the, the batons that have been passed down from generation to generation. And Lord, now here's this young group that is going out and Lord, they are going to run really well. Lord, we pray your grace and your mercy and your lavished goodness on them. But Lord, I also pray for this room right here. Lord, I pray that not one person in here can leave here and just go out and ignore this. I pray that nobody can just go back to business as usual. But Lord, I pray that your spirit in the name of Jesus would, would convict would God draw your children back close to the center of your wheel? Lord, let us get back in your word. Let our prayer life be reignited. Let our focus on you once again be our motivation. Let our passion and our pursuits be for you only. God, help us do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.